Hello and welcome back to Jake's World, episode 49 of Jake's World, presented by The Nuance Magazine. I'm your host, Jake Swinski, and today is Thursday, December 10th. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, that interview I did with Will Mosa on last episode. We talked about Nuance Magazine, of course. Um, you know, his situation with baseball and uh, playing a collegiate sport in a pandemic. Um, talked about the Jets and some college football. If you haven't uh, downloaded that yet, go check that out. It was a fun interview. Like I've said probably a million times already, it was a well-needed change of pace for me. Going to look forward to doing that a little more in the future. And if you have any ideas of who to talk to or who I can talk to, I mean, reach out and I'll see if I can get something happening, get the ball rolling. So a little bit more of a normal show today, I guess. Um, Wide variety of topics I'd like to chime in on. So let's get right into it. I work a lot, right? 40 to 45 hours a week. A lot of that is consumed by podcasts, right? I listen to a wide variety of things and people all day long. And I'm pretty in tune with Twitter. But um, earlier today on my lunch break, I fell into a rabbit hole of TikTokers. TikTok. Fucking hate TikTok. It is so goddamn fucking stupid. Stupid TikTok. Why do you hate it? It's so fun. Well, okay, let me get into it this way. I think the entire premise of the app is a really good idea, right? It's almost like Vine in the sense that you have these short videos that you can share to get a lot of views, whatever, whatever. You can do a lot of different things with that. It's pretty versatile because I think they can go up to like a minute or 30 seconds, something like that. I don't even know. I don't have the app. Some of my friends do. I don't even think they have accounts. I think they just look at some of the videos on there. But um, two things before I get into this. One, why do you hate it? Reason number one, these dances are so fucking stupid. I don't want to see you do a choreographed dance. I don't want to see anybody do a choreographed dance. Not even in a music video. It's fucking stupid. Girls, stop doing it. You look like a dummy. Don't fucking do that. Two, guys. The hair. The curls on the top. Like the poofy curly hair on the top and the fade cut on the side. You look like a tool. Shave shave the rest of your fucking head. Get a normal haircut. Girls, if you're dating a guy like that, fuck him. The... Don't literally do it. Like, leave him. He's a loser. Unless he has, like, you know, a shit ton of TikTok followers and he's making bank. That's different. But if, like, you know, Joe Schmo down the street from you who's in your homeroom class has that fucking haircut, stay away from him. He's a loser. Um, Okay. That's off my chest. Anyways, I'm in this rap. I'm checking Twitter, right? And everybody under the sun knows that I'm a, I like Barstool Sports. I like to consume their product. Oh, all the negative shit, whatever, don't care. Um, Dave Portnoy and some TikTok guy named Josh, I think. Now, I'm 
some of this stuff is over my head, so I don't even know why I'm talking about it. My life so much smarter not seeing this debauchery on my timeline every day. But um, I guess some guy named Bryce Hall has some TikTok account, right? He's really big talk TikToker, if that's what you call him. He dated this TikToker named Addison Ray, and they broke up, and she was slamming him, and he was slamming her, and just a bunch of dumb shit happened. I don't even fucking care. Why am I even talking about this? This is so stupid. But um, the whole concept is just so stupid to me. Like, are we that bored as people that we would rather watch other people live their lives and partake in their drama on social media because we're bored. Like, huh? Why? Why do we care? Why do we give these people attention? So stupid. Like, I love Bob Menery's stuff. He's hilarious, right? And he does this stupid podcast with some other TikToker named Griffin. And, like, they all live in some house together. These what do they call them, like, hype houses, it's like, it's so fucking dumb, why do we care about that, why do we give this shit attention, are we really that bored, <sighs> I don't know, that was just a mini rant, I guess, but it's just like, the whole concept is so stupid to me, and everybody else eats it up, I shouldn't say everybody eats it up, there are people who are hardcore into it, and then there are other people who just kind of have that app to look at the other funny shit, like, that's what I would do it for, but I just, I can't possibly waste any more of my day involving myself with that but it's kind of it's so weird like how people can make so much money doing vlogs right like look at david dobrik or look at uh, paul brothers right logan paul and jake paul cannot box like they're bad boxers i don't think that's a stretch to say i mean they train they take it seriously at least but like i think you could say that they're not that good at it and, I mean, you wouldn't expect them to be. I think they both picked it up, like, a year ago, maybe. And, I mean, I didn't really talk about the whole Nate Robinson, Jake Paul thing last week. But, I mean, it's all for attention and clout, right? But people eat it up, and it's like, oh, I just find it so fucking insufferable. But, anyway, it's just, that was, that's something that I cannot wrap my head around. That confuses me so much. It's like virtual that's a bad word. It's like online reality TV with some of this shit, just so they stay relevant. It's like, well, if it makes some money, it makes some money. But moral of my story is don't do the dumb dances. And if you're not famous and you have that stupid cuckold haircut, get rid of it. Okay, back to my normal stuff. Um, college football made some big <laughs> headlines this week. Uh, big Ten especially um, Ohio State has had some scheduling issues because of COVID throughout the opponents programs that they are, you know, they need to play. Big deal, right? Well, the problem is the Big Ten set up a rule where there, well, there's this rule is always there, but with everything going on this year, they made a requirement in order for a team to qualify for the conference championship game on each side. I think there was a six-game requirement for each side of the conference. The Big Ten split up in the east and west. 
Ohio State in the West, or in the East, excuse me, and Northwestern in the West. Problem is, Ohio State has had a few cancellations this season. They couldn't play Michigan State this past week, which good for Michigan State. Or, excuse me, Michigan, not Michigan State. They couldn't play Michigan this week. And um, there was a, that would have been the game they needed in order to qualify for the Big Ten championship game. The Big Ten, uh, the presidents or the commissioner, pre- commissioner of the conference and the school presidents or whoever is in charge of making that decision decided to reverse the ruling they made when they started the season in mid-October. Late September, early October. <sighs> it's frustrating because unless you are a fan of Ohio State, you're from Ohio or the surrounding area, or you're from Columbus, you went to school there, you hate that school, right? It's kind of like, well, Alabama's different because they have a bandwagon following. They're kind of like the Patriots or the Warriors or LeBron stands, right? Maybe like Clemson. Does anyone really like Clemson unless you're from that area in South Carolina or North one of the Carolinas? And um, or if you went to school there, do you really like them? Not really. It's kind of like that with Ohio State. I feel like, and as a Big Ten school fan, it's really just a shitty situation, right? Because think about it. The team you hate the most in the entire country needs to get to the conference championship game and be in the college football playoff to make your school better. It's like, it's a tough pill to swallow. It's like, you just got to take your medicine, right? Because I don't think fairness is going to prevail in this situation. Well, it's clearly not because they changed the rule and that's the slate now, Northwestern and Ohio State. But it's like you can't, then again you can. It's like I don't know how to feel about it essentially because like I see the realistic side of it, right? Each school gets paid if your team and your conference makes it the college football playoff, right? Ohio State making the Big Ten championship game and probably beating Northwestern and inevitably staying to number four seed in the college football playoff ranking is going to help you as Wisconsin or Michigan State or Rutgers or Purdue or Nebraska or Minnesota or Northwestern, all the schools in the Big Ten. So if you qualify, your conference gets a stipend or payment, right? $4 million for a qualifier. Those That money or $6 million or whatever it is. I'm not sure the exact number. But that gets evenly distributed to each school in the conference. It's like $400,000 a school in the Big Ten. Oh, 400000 What good does that do? This, these programs take in millions of dollars every year. It's $400,000 that you can use at your discretion for your program, whether that's investing in training equipment or recruiting or anything like that. that it, it's money that you get to reinvest into your program. Now, why wouldn't you want to do that? Now, I see the fairness side of it, too, because it's like, well, of course. Of course, it would only benefit the team we hate the most. And, I mean, 
we went in with these rules, well, tough shit. Why don't we just keep them the way it is? It's not our fault that, you know, the commissioner was pretty short-sighted and the presidents were short-sighted into signing this legislation. Like, I hate Ohio State just as much as everybody else, but them playing, if them playing in the college football playoff means Wisconsin is going to see a little benefit from that, I'm all for it. That's probably unpopular, but that's just how I feel about it. It's a business at the end of the day. Even though these college athletes are not yet being paid for their image and likeness, it's just the way it is. It's all business. And like I said, if it helps everybody else in the conference get better, so be it. Because the Pac-12 is like an irrelevant conference now. They're a Power 5 conference, but they're kind of irrelevant when it comes to football. And this is kind of the reason why. This is a part of it. The Big Ten, the ACC, and the SEC are... And even the Big 12, with Oklahoma being so good in the last couple of years, have seen benefits to all of their schools because of them of one school in their conference or two schools in their conference having success, right? Big 12 gets TV deals. So does Big 10. SEC's on CBS at night. They're on ESPN at night. That, that's good for the program. And... I, I just think you gotta let it slide. That's just my opinion, but that's that's where I stand on it. Like I said, at the end of the day, it's all business. Um, staying with football here. Um, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but there's a video of this uh, high school football player in Texas, Edinburgh, Texas, who got ejected from a football game and absolutely blew up the referee. Like, as soon as he got ejected. Really bad look, because, I mean, the refs can't defend themselves, right? I mean, 17, 18, they're not as big as college guys or pros. But, I mean, they're still wearing pads, and Texas is like a powerhouse for football in high school, right? So... A lot of these guys out there are pretty damn good. And this guy was like the defensive player of the year in his, at least in his conference the year prior. And um, I think he had like maybe offers to go play somewhere. But um, yeah, that's done now. Um, he's like walking off the field and all of a sudden he runs back onto the field and just levels the official. And they got disqualified from the playoffs. The whole team did, not just him. The whole team did. He got arrested for assault. Naturally. I mean, that should happen. You're a grown man at that point. Um, You can make your own decisions, good or bad, and face the consequences of them. Even though I believe you can do that sooner than 17 or 18. But, I mean, everyone deserves some second chances. But that's not a good look. Woo a bad look and I wonder if steroids are in play there because like everybody who's played sports it's to some capacity whether it is college or high school or even pro it's like most officials aren't bad but they're not trying to be bad unless it's like that Tim Donahue guy who's betting on NBA games he's intentionally being bad because he's getting paid by throwing games or whatever, but it's like, uh, you, you can't ever elevate it to physical altercation because you're angry at the way a ref is calling a game. 
like most of the time they're not trying to fuck up but they do i will admit they are typically bad at their jobs it's not an easy job i've done it even like refing little twat fourth graders at basketball the coaches and the parents are usually the culprits there because oh little johnny traveled but you call the travel on little johnny over here it's like well Listen, lady, if I called every, if I blew the whistle every time they didn't play the game correctly, we'd be here for six hours, and then you'd be yelling at me to speed up the game. So it's like, you just can't fucking do that. If some kid came at me, though, I would have buried him. Oh, I would have buried him. Pads or no pads, I would have tried to bury that guy. I probably would have lost because that guy looked like a fucking tank. But bad look there. But pretty crazy story, and we'll see what else comes of that. Um, well, while we're on the sports, <clears throat> let's get into it. Um, kind of just an overview of everything going on. Uh, basketball, Christmas Day. I think the, the marquee matchups are happening Christmas Day. Like, you know, all the heavy hitters. They, the NBA does a really good job of scheduling around the holidays and making sure the high-profile games are played and televised. Um, hockey and the players association and the league got their collect or they got their agreement sorted out so they'll be playing a 56 game schedule and starting in mid January that gets me really happy i'm going to lose a lot of money in the blackhawks um baseball i baseball's been pretty quiet but typically in the winter it is i'm assuming they're going to go they'll probably do something a little closer to their normal season but we'll see don't know Baseball, not Rob Manfred's a bonehead. I kind of guess we'll see where that goes. NFL's getting pretty, pretty wild these last few weeks, right? NFC East, or Beast, as PFT commenter would say. Um, the Giants and the football team are looking like they could both make the playoffs at this rate. NFC is a little deeper than the AFC, whereas the AFC is a lot more top heavy. Um, I mean, Washington beat Pittsburgh, um, New York beat Seattle. Those are two huge wins for that conference. Cowboys got rolled over by the Ravens Tuesday night. Um, Eagles got rolled over by the Packers Sunday night, or Sunday afternoon, I should say. So, I mean, that that wild card race is going to be really tight, right? I mean, you have the Saints and the Buccaneers in the South. You assume the Saints win that division. The Bucks are probably going to be the first wild card team, or the second wild card team. You have Green Bay in the North; they're a lock. Essentially, I mean, they could miss, but they're not going to. Um, in the East, you have Washington and New York. That could go either way at this rate. I mean, they're both five and seven. I don't think they play each other anymore. But um, whoever has a better stretch is going to get in. They both have good stretches. One or two might get in. In the West, it's Seattle up, is up top. The Rams are playing tonight. They're playing New England. The 49ers aren't even out of it. The Cardinals aren't even out of it. I mean, I think they're 6-6. Six and six. Each or five and seven for the Niners and six and six for the Cardinals. So I mean, if the 49ers go on a little tear, they could be in the picture too. The wild card, like I said, probably going to be the Buccaneers. It's going to be the Rams or Seahawks. 
and then it all depends, right? Who's in the hunt? Those three teams. Well, those two of those three teams, whoever wins the West, the one who takes second, of course. Cardinals, Bears, Lions, Vikings, Giants slash Washington, the football teams. Um, that conference is a little deeper. Then you flip it to the other side, you go to the AFC. Looks like Buffalo's going to win the East. Pittsburgh's going to win the North. Um, it could be Tennessee. It could be Indianapolis in the South. In the West, it's going to be the Chiefs. And if you look at the the other teams in the hunt, kind of in that chase spot, it's going to be between Colts slash Titans. It's going to be the Browns, Ravens, and the Raiders, and the Dolphins. That's really about it, though. It's not as deep, not as many scenarios on that side of the NFL, but you never know what could happen. I mean, three weeks is a lot of time, right? I mean, this is week 13, so there's four more weeks of football. I think the last teams have their buys this week. But with every all the rearranging and such, that might not be the case anymore. But um, I love, I fucking love football season. Um, college hoops, Duke, kind of, you see this, every year Duke is bad, or it doesn't get off to a great start, Coach K always seems to make headlines, right? I think one year it was his back, he had a back injury, he couldn't coach, and the team stunk that year. Um, this year, it's, oh, I think every team should make the tournament. Dude, you're 2-2. Two and two. It's the third week of the season. How about you just win? Don't miss, or don't lose to a Michigan State team that missed 15 free throws. That's about my extension of college hoops right now. All I know is the Badgers lost to Marquette last Friday. That kind of made me angry. Um, I want to talk about that call a little bit. That was annoying because... Typically, as an official, someone who's officiated very low level high school or very low level col- uh, hoops, you don't blow the whistle inside of two seconds if you can help it, right? And I saw a lot of people on Twitter complaining about how that was called a foul, like, "Oh, there's point nine seconds left. Don't blow the whistle." Um, you're taught to blow the whistle never inside like five seconds at least like through high schools, you don't blow the whistle on a call that could um, not affect the game, right? You got three in the lane. Or you've got a moving uh, off-ball screen or like a traveling, or not, I shouldn't even say a traveling violation. Um, you know what I mean? Just something off the ball that is kind of inconsequential to the play, especially if they're in the bonus and you end up calling a foul and they get to shoot free throws. You're never calling that stuff. He, he, The big man could park it in the lane the last five seconds. They're not going to call it. You only blow the whistle if there's an on-ball play that like, you have to call and would affect the outcome of the game potentially. I mean, the likelihood of that guy driving with his left hand to the corner jump stopping or you know taking his two steps to shoot a 
shot at the end of the game. The likelihood of that going in is very slim, especially if he's playing at Marquette. Um, I mean, Marquette's no slouch, but, I mean, it's it's got a good hoops program, but it's still, you could probably classify it as a mid-major program. Um, you're never, don't do anything to make them call a foul. Why the fuck? I mean, maybe the guy was trying to take a charge. I don't know. But do not do anything that they have to blow the whistle on. And then he ends up, you know, practically, I mean, they both fell over. I mean, a lot of contact. You have to blow the whistle. You're never calling a charge there. And even if you could call a charge, I watched it. It was not a charge. The guy's feet were, he might as well have had ice skates on going to the bench because that's how much his feet were moving. Don't do that. And people on Twitter, don't get mad that they call a foul. You have to. The guy with the ball and the defender both fall down. Something happened. You have to call something. And then he ended up uh, making both of his free throws, and then the game was lost. So that was annoying. But (laughs) that's my very unintelligent hoops talk. Um, Okay, let's wrap it up. A little bit of a shorter show today. Um, just a couple of headlines from the last, excuse me, from the last week. Um, Apple released these new headphones that, like, are absolutely ridiculous. I mean, they appear to be normal headphones, right? But they're $600. Apple, Apple, Apple. You know what? I'm not even going to blame Apple. I'm going to blame the consumer. I'm going to blame the consumer. You know why? Because people still buy this shit. Apple comes out with AirPods, what, two years ago? And they're loved and hated. I mean, you can get AirPods for, what, 150 bucks, 100 bucks, depending on where you get them from. That's fine. They're wireless headphones. Most other wireless headphones are cheaper than that, but it's Apple. They're compatible with your Mac and your phone and your car, whatever. Okay. You can get an iPhone SE for cheaper than these headphones. But people are going to buy them. But those same people that buy them are the first people to complain, oh, Ma- or Apple doesn't come out with anything. You know, they're not innovative anymore. Ever since Tim Cook took over as CEO, they're not innovative anymore. They just change little camera features and make the screen a wee bit bigger and change the pixelation so it looks a little better and then they give you the same damn phone. Well, stop buying the new phone. I mean, in the phone's case, it's a little different because they do get obsolete, right? I mean, they just, the battery doesn't work as well. They don't run as well. But why the hell would you buy $600 headphones unless you had that money to spend? You wouldn't pro- you probably wouldn't be complaining about the headphones. But don't if you don't have $600 to waste on headphones, don't fucking buy them. Mind-boggling to me. But, um... Marijuana decriminalization legislation. I think it was at the end of last week, the House of Representatives put forth a bill to federally decriminalize marijuana. Thanks, we're not in a pandemic or anything. Let's focus on that. But um, that's big for um, at least the federal government taking a stance on the petty crime that is, you know, the consumption of marijuana, right? 
it's like, well, we can openly drink, or not openly, but we can drink alcohol. And there are so many problems caused that are attributed to that. But you could go to the slammer for lengthy time for smoking pot. Not trying to make this into a political episode. So I'm not going to get into the reasoning behind why it's potentially a good thing. But it is a good thing. I'll just leave it at that. I believe it is. We don't need to put a ton of resources into locking up people for that. When you could potentially do things with the same effects with a legal substance being alcohol, right? So, I mean, I think it's still going to be a state-to-state thing, whether it's decriminalized or legalized, there is a difference. But at least some action by some of our lawmakers are they're thinking about it, right? Should that there be should that be their top concern right now? I would think not. But it is what it is. Then let's wrap up with some COVID hypocrisy since we were kind of trending that way anyways when I made my not so sly comments about um you know them needing to focus on other areas. Um of course this area is up for debate, right? But with the whole COVID thing, I feel like there are two uh, factions, if you will. There are people who think that lockdowns are the only answer for us to flatten the curve of new cases and deaths rising in the country right now. Other countries did it. They have no problems. Well, okay. It's another country. It's not here. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. It's only greener where you water it. Um, Then there are other people who think that we should just return to normal. Well, um, people dying is normal, but people dying because of a controllable virus is not normal. So clearly that is not a viable solution either. I, like everybody should, fall somewhere in the middle. Right? And um, over the last few months, ever since these COVID restrictions have taken place in various places in the country you see the hypocrisy out of our leaders just blatantly violating them, right? Now, let me get into a few of the more recent ones. Of course, there was the one where Nancy Pelosi was photographed or recorded getting her hair cut without a mask on while she was at home in San Francisco. Um, there were a few other ones that... Um, do not follow the protocol. Of course, the president and his administration openly not doing that either. But um, there are a few of them, right? Uh, the Austin mayor, I don't remember his name. Um, let me Google search it real quick. The Austin mayor. Austin Mahone. I don't know who that fucking clown is. Austin mayor. Austin's mayor told people to stay home. He was vacationing in Cabo, big difference there, after hosting his daughter's wedding. Um, Steve Adler is this clown's name. Yeah, here you go. Here's a great idea. Let's tell all of our citizens in 
liberal Austin, Texas, so of course they listen to you. Um, let's tell all of your citizens that you cannot go out. You cannot go socialize. You must stay at home. But I'm in Cabo with my daughter for her wedding. Getting ripped up in Mexico. What? Are you fucking kidding me? People should be pissed. They should be calling for your head. Not literally, but figuratively. You shouldn't have a job, sir. And I hope he doesn't. What a clown. Um, Cuomo and de Blasio in New York have been out in the streets with people multiple occasions. After, I think after um, Biden won the election, according to mainstream sources. Yeah, it's just a joke. After Biden won the election, um, I think Chuck Schumer and Bill de Blasio and Andrew Cuomo took the streets of New York City with all the people celebrating in the streets without masks on. Like, I don't want to sound like the guy who's like a COVID truther or a mask, an anti-masker or, you know, somebody like that who kind of has their head in the sand when they're, you know, acting oblivious to everything going around. But doesn't this stuff kind of make you think twice? Like, it, it should, I think. Like, you have all these leaders telling you, and I shouldn't say all of them, I shouldn't generalize, because most of them are following the protocols, at least in the public eye, or they're at least not getting caught not following the protocol. They're telling you to do one thing, and they're doing another thing. Like, that is what they're not supposed to do. When you do that, you're supposed to be not voted in the next time. And I think they did that anyways. But now it's to the point where they're so bold and brash, and they know they won't be held accountable for it. They don't even care to hide it. And it's like, that's a shame, because that's not their job you know that's not that's not what it's about it's not about telling people what to do it's about leading right setting an example that's the ultimate thing of leadership or the ultimate trait of leadership to me right it's not about giving an eloquent speech or inspiring people to do incredible things or leading the troops in the battle it's not that those are parts of it but it's not about that it's about example right being a good leader is doing the shit that no one wants to do and doing it well. That's how leaders are found everywhere, right? The guy at work might hate putting cover sheets on his TPS reports, but he does it anyways, and he does them well because that's how it's supposed to be done. Bad example, but, that, I mean, that's just, that's what it is to me. And then these people we elect and we pay their salaries go flaunt around they tell you, oh, you have to stay home. You can't do this. And then they get caught with their hand in a cookie jar, and then they get away with it. And it's like it's up to you, the voter, to make sure that doesn't happen, that they're held, account uh, held accountable. But whatever. Didn't mean to get a little negative Nelly there, but it's what it is. Whew. I think that just about wraps it up. That was a little... That was exhausting after doing a, a Zoom interview last week for Monday. That was fucking, that was a gauntlet. Anyways, 
You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at jakesawinski 8 That's at J-A-K-E-S-A-W-I-N-S-K-I-8. I'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good weekend and stay safe out there. Peace.